This is Meet the Movie Press. It's November the 9th, 2018. On the show this week, Breaking Bad, Big Screen, Shrek's Back, Shrek's Front, Billionaire Blumhouse, Four Times, plus the week's box office and the big movie releases. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talks, Meet the Movie Press. Good morning, my name is Simon Thompson. This is Meet the Movie Press. It is November the 9th, 2018. He said, looking at his paper, I I actually, literally just said that and then forgot it. (laughs) A lot to talk through on the show this week. Uh, Let's do this super quick. Who is with me on the panel this week? Dimitri, introduce yourself. Hey, movie fans, how are you? Dimitri Panos here for uh, Meet the Movie Press on Popcorn Talk Network, as well as Anatomy of a Movie, which we're a little bit early this week. We did some yesterday, and I was part of Bohemian Rhapsody. We will talk about we that in just a bit. That, sure. Uh, 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 Scott, Scott, yes, hi, Scott Menzel. We live <laughs> entertainment. I'll save the rest of the spiel for later. Uh, <laughs> and like I say, my name is Simon Thompson. If you want to find me on social media, <laughs> at Showbiz Simon, Instagram and Twitter. If you want to find the show on Twitter, it's at Meet Movie Press. Uh, and let's uh, let's talk about the week's news. Okay, Breaking Bad. So, okay, two big TV shows. Mm-hmm. Yes. Gonna get movies this week. Also Walking Dead, but those are going to be on TV. And I said big shows. Uh, so Breaking Bad, uh, Breaking Bad movie may or may not feature Brian Cranston because he hasn't read the script yet, which is fine. Which is fine. Uh, Aaron Paul is going to return. It'll be a sequel following Jesse after the series finale. Thoughts on this? Admission up front, I saw two episodes of Breaking Bad and then stopped watching it. Fair enough. So I, I am not a Breaking Bad fan. You are two episodes ahead of me. Okay. <laughs> so and, 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 wow. and, this isn't, and this isn't because I dislike the show yep. or anything. It's just so much to watch, so little time. I, and, and absolutely. That's all that are. That's all there is to that. So, what a movie. Would you be interested in seeing a movie for a TV show that you hadn't seen? And would that make you want to then go back and look at the TV show? Or would you binge and just watch the movie? No, I I wouldn't necessarily have to binge because there's a lot of episodes of it. It had a very successful run on TV. Um, Not being familiar with the TV show doesn't keep me from... Keep me from going to a movie yep. based off of a TV show. Yeah. So so long as the movie is good, so long as it explains where I'm coming in at and I get some little idea as to what's going on, I'm all good. It's fine. You know, I, I don't I, I'm not gonna oh, I never saw the TV show, so I'm not gonna go to the movie. Yeah. I go to the movies. I, I suppose I that's the same kind of ideology of going, Well, I haven't read all the Batman comics, so right. therefore I can't see Batman. Scott, your thoughts on this? Um I don't understand why. I guess that's yeah, my fair. that's that's my that's my take on this one. Mm. Um, I mean, I know it's just celebrated its ten year anniversary. I know it was a big Jesus, deal. Jesus, ten years! I know it's kind of crazy, isn't it? <laughs> it's really... But I don't. I mean, why do we need this? And and I mean, they already have Better Call Saul, mm-hmm. and I mean, they're just trying to keep this alive. And I, I don't understand. And the reason why Breaking Bad worked so well was really because of Brian Cranston yep. and Aaron Paul working together and their chemistry as well as all the other secondary characters. So to kind of not have Brian Cranston, because you can't, spoiler alert, um, it just doesn't make much sense. Does, I mean, do you think it's because AMC is like they're trying done, to figure out what the hell? Like, it, let's they're, go, they're, let's they're go. They're done with Mad yeah. Men, uh, Breaking Bad, mm. Walking Dead, ratings are tanking. It That can't last forever anymore. No. And they don't have any influx of, it doesn't appear like they have influx of new stuff. Yeah. 
And so, oh, well, let's just turn it into a movie. Well, That'll be a way to make money. But it's also quite interesting. Very few of these TV shows that become movies um, and and continue in the, in the form of the original TV show. So I'm not talking about the likes of Starsky and Hutch, where you take a cop show or chips. Do you know it's all chips? No, but it's all chips. Um, you know, you, where you kind of change it and you put it on, I mean, you, you take something that's a drama and you make it comedy. This, we can assume, is going to be very much continuing the vein of the TV show. It would have to. These things often they don't work. I mean, great example, Entourage. When Entourage, oh. j- just in the recent oh. history, last couple of years, they took what worked for the TV and they put it on the big screen. Mm. And not everything that mm. works on the small screen works on the big screen and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but but you can take a look at the first Sex in the City, which mm. did extremely well. The second movie, it did okay, but it wasn't. But it was a also a terrible movie. Right. So, I mean, it can, look, of recent we had Baywatch, which was horrible. Yeah. Right? They're rebooting. Good dick jokes, though. Sure. <laughs> they had, um, mm-hmm. they had uh, we're redoing Charlie's Angels yeah. again, again, right? Yeah. So we talked in the past in our Bloomhouse Corner about Fantasy Island, mm-hmm. which is a good idea yes. um, to do. But we, you're right. When you are talking about a serialized show, mm. right, to bring it to the big screen, um, you know, they are going to have to continue in, in, in one way, shape, or form. And again, I would say it's not like even Star Trek. Yeah. Right? Star Trek was, you know, as much as Next Gen was serialized and things, you could still make movies of it. You don't have to be indoctrinated within the Star Trek universe to get the Star Trek movies, so yeah. to speak. You know, I, I don't I, I, I don't well, know. X-Files is another one that yeah. was a, oh, a great, yeah. a great TV show. Sure. Then the movies just didn't work. I that, don't know. I like the first movie. Yeah, I like the movies. I, I was th- those both massively disappointed me. Like, but yeah. the first movie, I had no problem. With. It's interesting in the chat. Ta- uh, hello, everybody in the chat. By the <laughs> way, and if you if you only listen to the show, if you don't watch it online, you are kind of missing out because while we're doing the live stream, there are people who contribute in the chat every single week. A big part of the show. Yes. So you're more than welcome if you listen to the show on a podcast. We're available, obviously, on iTunes. We're available on Spotify and a number of other platforms. Check out the live show because you can contribute as it's actually happening. Okay, so everybody's saying, uh, okay, good morning, everybody. Uh, Welcome. Let's get started. Mid-90s is cute. Glamoury. Recommendation. Uh, Girl in the Spider, we're going to get to later. Satisfying. Uh, Straight Edge saying, hi, Scott. Hi, Dimitri. Uh, And also... Uh, Glamoury saying, I saw Bohemian twice, love it, but Shaw grazed over Mercury's drug-induced parties, kind of. Sky Patterson's talking about Breaking Bad. No Breaking Bad movie. Leave it as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's going to be the general consensus. because yes. And Sky again saying, it's called Capitalization of Breaking Bad because it was so interesting and popular, that's why they're making a film. But how about move on to create original, independent, intelligent content, which goes back to your point earlier. Yeah, it- I think they're stuck. And yeah. and I also think, too, that AMC has a reputation of not being great to work with. But, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, when you look, especially when you look at what's gone on with Walking Dead, mm. um, you know, there's a reason there's a lawsuit with Frank Darabont. Well, I hear he's not great to work with. Either, but I'm just saying, like, some of the cast is just like, yeah. they say, ah, you know, you're not paying me enough. Or, you know, right. I got to go. Um, so... I just think that, the, like, once these shows have left, they're yeah. having a hard time filling in with with new quality shows. And, uh, yeah, capital, capitalization of Breaking well, Bad. I, I mean, I will say, I, 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 I slightly disagree with you on the filling the gap with, with, with new great shows, because I constantly have this conversation at home. Hmm. Um, there are a lot of great shows, but they're not given attention. 
And I think a lot of the problem is there's a handful of shows that get all the attention. There are some great shows. And this is across not just drama. This is comedy and stuff like that as well. And Mm -hmm. also, a lot of people are cutting the cord. So, you know, they're relying on, on, on watch again platforms. They're relying on stuff like that. So a lot of these shows aren't being discovered. And sometimes people are going straight for the, the, the if they are doing like HBO or an AMC app, then they're bypassing a lot of the network stuff. I mean, there's some great comedy on NBC right now and ABC, some great drama shows, but they just don't get the eyeballs. So I think the original content is out there. But because a lot of these other shows are getting so much attention and so much editorial space, Mm-hmm. There is these great shows that are there just aren't getting the oxygen. And I think that is also a, a big part of the problem here. But I mean, we know, as you say, you know, Better Call Saul has proved very, very popular. Sure. That was satisfying for a while. But we do, when we discussed this on the show last week, audiences have this obsession with, oh, remember when? Oh, wouldn't it be great if there's <laughs> yeah. a Friends movie? No. No. <laughs> that would be a horrible idea. Yeah. That Agreed. would be absolutely yeah. appalling. Yeah. Uh, and so it's kind of like there is this, oh, I want more of the same. It's Movies aren't blankets, no. you know? And sometimes I think there's they a confusion are. between the, the two where it's like, oh, this makes me feel warm and familiar. Great. I Doesn't make it necessarily the right thing. I wanted to touch upon what you said about there's so many TV shows. Touch upon there. it. Yep. I mean, there's just so much. There's so much out there. There's so much out there, guys. It's just like with movies, right? We yep. talk about this, too. Is that Every single week. There's every week, there's at least two or three big releases, mm-hmm. and then there's like ten independent films that come and out, and no one ever talks about them. Yeah. more and more saturated yeah. as we're going into and the And TV season. is just, yeah. I mean, TV's worse. I mean, how many Netflix original series are there that we don't even talk about yeah. that are just buried on there? Or ones on Hulu or Amazon and God, it how many t- the I mean, there's, there's the not network. a day goes yeah. by where you don't speak to yeah. a colleague or someone else in the Have you seen yeah. bleh bleh bleh? Yeah. Oh, have you heard about bleh <laughs> yeah. bleh bleh? Yeah. And it's buried away some somewhere under the ass cheek yeah. of Netflix. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, uh, where you're, it's like your fat <laughs> uncle's come around at Thanksgiving and he's sat on your toy. I don't know where yeah. the toy is. And, it's and then so that's true. the toy. Yeah, it's true. It's so true because, like, you know, like right now I'm getting through uh, the haunting of, 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 of Hill House. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, it's like. Which would before, have been buried. Right. Oh, but, yeah. But the thing is, is that, like, with binge watching, mm. like, sometimes you feel pressure that you have to watch, you have to literally binge watch all 10 episodes mm. within 48 hours or 24 hours. You cannot eat, you I, cannot poop for right, 10 hours. You can't do I that can't. with TV. Yeah. I, I, you know, maybe it's because of how I was raised on TV, which was extremely episodic. You, ra- you waited a week. Yeah. Yeah. Like you didn't have like big like I didn't listen, know. and I think that it's great. Mm. I think that it's great that you can get ten episodes of something on TV. I, I just watch it at my leisure. Mm. I don't ha- feel the pressure that I have to get through all ten episodes in eleven hours. Well, also, I mean, the thing is, I mean, the, the whole the whole landscape has changed. Now, I've spoken to three different people about this this week. I spoke to uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, who's got a new show on, on YouTube. We're going to talk about that um, later on. I've got an uh, interview with him going up on Forbes next week. Some interesting nice. little little tidbits in there. Sarah Jessica Parker spoke to her about Sex in the City and the, how the industry has changed and sort of you know her as a producer and trying to get eyeballs and stuff. But the point about the movies is... That is 100% correct. And we, it's not even something that we're making up where it's like industry, you know, artsy, fartsy, fancy pants stuff. (laughs) Every single week, there are people in the chat who would love to see some of the movies that we talk about and we champion, but they can't, they can't see them. They're not being shown locally. They're being pushed out because I think that, I believe there is too much 
I know it's supposed to sound quite odd. There's too much hitting theatres on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. Three or four major releases. I think there should be two major releases and then like two minor releases that we can slot in somewhere. And I just think there's too much content. Right? Stuff, great stuff is getting buried. Some of my favourite movies is a Destination Wedding. Oh my god, I never seen it. Buried like Avalanche, like just tsunami level buried. And it's one of the best acted, written, shot movies of the year. And nobody saw it. And that's yeah. happening week in, week out. And I yeah. think the same's happening with TV. Yeah, yeah, I, it's that I agree. I mean, and and when it comes to and then when you add Netflix going trying to go into theatrical, that mm. just adds <laughs> things going on. No, but I, I will tell you though, they are going. pushing Roma really well, hard. No, I know. Oh, oh, God. No, they I are. have gotten an email every day for like the past month and, and, and a half and about Roma. The, and, and, and the thing is, I, I want to quickly go back to that conversation because you know you're bringing up the topic about yeah. not being able to see it, but you, Netflix isn't about an audience going to see a movie. No. Okay. They don't care. They for whatever reason, Netflix seems to be okay with leaving money on the table mm. when it comes to a theatrical run. They're just interested in the Academy Award nomination. That's it. That's all they want to boast about. They don't care if a person can't see it in a theater because they're going to be streaming it in three months. Yeah. But the thing is, like Roma, right? Yeah. Roma has cachet. I've started to see a lot of TV. Yeah. There's more television ads on for Roma than there is for, like, Instant Family. I know. Like, what the yeah. hell is yeah. going on here, yeah. right? So, but if Roma is really good and it can attract an indie art audience, it will expand. Just look at what happened this summer, and they can get box office dollars. Yeah. And that's, that's to me, that's... That would be yep. a plus plus for them if they thought that way. 100%. Um, we're going to move on from this in yeah, just a sec. Okay. We've got a lot to cover on. But in the chat, a lot of people have some really interesting points on this. Um, people are talking about the uh, AMC. This is from Sky Patterson. Really like the network. They have over 20 new uh, TV series in development. But they all sound like audience and critics are going to burn it down before they see a single frame. Uh, people talking about um, haunted, uh, The Haunting of Hill House. This is again from Sky. Uh, based on a book. Then there was a film. Then there was a 1999 remake. Which... Sucks, but I kind of like it. Me Don't too. shoot me for that. Uh, now a successful and deeply creative TV series on Netflix. Absolutely. If you haven't seen The Haunting, the movie, right. it is, seriously, it is like a, a PG-rated movie. It is one of the most, if you think the TV show is creepy, you really have to watch that movie. It's one of my favorite movies yeah, of all time. Unbelievable. Black and white. Hey, oh, beautiful. Wait, yeah, Robert Wise. Yeah, it's yeah. A, seriously, it's one of my favorite films of all time. West Side Story and Star Trek The Motion Picture. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Dylan Flickinger, speaking of Paul W.S. Anderson, I wish Resident Evil was a TV series. <laughs> Crickets. Yep. Uh, uh, no, I mean, I, I, cr cr I, critics, but I, I, I have a feeling that you might want to check gonna, Forbes out yeah, this week. Yeah, I was going to say with that. Uh, <laughs> Zephra, the acting in Hill House made me not want to finish it. Oh, I can kind of get that. I mean, I didn't love it as much as everybody else, but um, you know, Adela Flickinger never going back from A twenty four got no. buried, and no one saw that either. Hot um, summer nights. Hot summer nights. nights. I mean, yeah. seriously, you could literally list <laughs> the movies this year that are great that just don't get. Um, I mean, the Joaquin Phoenix one that came out. Oh yeah, you I mean, never really here. Yeah, or, nobody, or don't, don't yeah. get far on foot which one yeah both i mean both of them i mean 
I mean, be- beautiful boy is out at the moment. Yeah. It's getting quite a lot of screens, but it's it's not you know it's still not enough to really make a difference. But how many but, screens is beautiful boy getting? I, I feel like, like they've been pushing that movie seems, for like the last month and a half. Yeah, and and I don't know how many screens is actually. But it's getting, all, all these movies, and, just as a case in point, are yeah. you know they're difficult to find because of saturation. But before we move on from Breaking Bad, there was another TV show that was announced. It was going to be a movie this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deadwood um, production has begun with the original cast returning. Yeah. Now again, that was a show that I knew was very popular. I, I never got into. I'm not a big fan of westerns, so the whole the whole premise of the show put me off. Nothing to do with the cast. But again, I mean that show's been off for what 10, or, ten or fifteen years. A while. And uh, and again, they're bringing it back and they're making a movie. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'm actually kind of more. That, to me, having a Western on the big screen yeah. would actually appeal to me, even though I'm not a fan of the genre, than the Breaking Bad movie. Right. But I don't, I don't know. I am, I, I'm, I'm down for Deadwood. For, I'm a huge Timothy Oliphant fan. Yeah. And that old, show, go ahead. He's often the Oliphant in the room. You know, people don't like to talk about him. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't resist it. Sorry, Tim, if ahead. you're watching. Jesus. But HBO has the track record. So. Yeah, HBO yeah. does have a good track, track record. record. Yeah. And yeah. and again, because uh it's been so long, I don't think you're gonna like people may not even realize that a lot of people may not realize that Deadwood was a show. No. So the way that it's marketed Which might help. Least, I, that's what I'm mm-hmm. that's where I was going. It could actually help. Great minds. And uh I I think that uh, and again, I'm down. I like westerns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to work with 310 to Yuma, which yep. uh, the, the James Man. Right, a lot of fun. I think Westerns could be good, and I really like Timothy Oliphant in that character yeah. uh, that he plays. He's so good as that kind of a cowboy. Uh, and, the, and, the, and the other guy, uh, whom I like a lot, uh, he's in um, the he's in uh, yeah, the Hitman movies. He's in no. the um, oh my god, the Keanu Reeves. They just came out with the second one. They're making the third one. John Wick. John Wick. He's the proprietor of the hotel. Oh, uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I like him a lot, too. Yeah. They're just good historical characters within Deadwood. I, I don't know. I'm there. Talking of historical characters, Shrek. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Puss in Boots, you see what I did there? Uh, and Puss in Boots reboots <laughs> are coming from the Despicable <laughs> Me creator. Uh I mean, I don't. I mean, I I was a big fan of the Shrek movies when they first came out. One was groundbreaking. Two was yeah. just a genius. It's one of those rare things where the sequel is even better than the original. Yeah. Um, I actually like Puss in Boots as a movie. I like that as a spinoff. I like the character. I, the, the third and fourth Shrek movies did not work for me at all. I no. thought they were really weak, poorly written, <clears throat> or just the whole thing just didn't. Whatever magic was in the first two, they lost them. They were spin- money grabs. They were money grabs, and I just don't know if if there's really the demand for for Shrek to. Could there have been holiday specials on TV? There have been spinoffs yeah. and stuff like that. The the love for Shrek is the original Shrek. Right. I'm not feeling the love for the final wave the stage two shrek yeah you have stage two shrek um i just i just Universal don't know for but, their nude theme park attraction but <laughs> having, <laughs> wait they're having they're having a nude theme park attraction yeah a nude nude, yeah, nude. Very nude. um but uh, having said that i do trust the team behind despicable me so thoughts on this guys Thank you for that. And, yeah, anyway, yeah, so, yeah, I, mean, I, I just yeah. have no idea. Like, I, yeah. you're, you're rebooting an animated movie from not too, too long yeah. ago. And it's not like sh- people have forgotten what the hell Shrek is. Mm. Like, I, And again, I'm going, I'll go back to our, our great conversation about Austin Powers. 
needed Shrek now. Yeah. I mean, we we can redo, we can come back with Austin Powers, but why? And number one, why do we need to reboot Shrek? Right. Like we're re- we're starting from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> He's okay. a believer again. Shrek origins. Shrek, <laughs> Shrek Drack. Yeah. I'm. I mean, just, I'm just. I don't. I'm not feeling it. No. I'm yeah. Not I'm not feeling, feeling it. it either. Having said that, I mean, we're going to get to it later. The Grinch. I wasn't feeling the Grinch, but I'm kind of maybe feeling the Grinch now. That's not a euphemism, by the way. <laughs> don't come in, I'm feeling the Grinch! Uh, that's no candy hey, Mark, don't come in, I'm feeling the Grinch! Uh, yeah, so, interesting. Uh, going back to the point we're talking about the other uh, the other smaller movies being swallowed, uh, definitely looking forward to Beale Street, Beautiful Boy, Roma, Destroyer, Vice, Captive State, and Boy Race. A lot of those films won't get the attention. That the space... Destroyer, though, uh, is, is getting heavily marketed from a trailer I'm looking for, I should be seeing that next week, yeah. and I'm, I'm covering for, for, for AFI, which is quite nice. Yeah. Uh, going back to Deadwood, Dick Peters is saying Deadwood, a stiff one. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Dick Peters, uh, Sky Patterson really liked Three Ten to Yuma. A lot of people have mentioned that movie actually quite recently. Uh, Jody uh, Jody Petrella is saying uh, well, that's talking about Harry Potter. We're going to get to that later. Uh, but but um, Zephyra saying uh, really looking forward to Beautiful Boy. A lot of people are looking forward to these movies. They just can't find them. Uh, talking about Shrek film that uh, film that Jamie saying it's weird how the popularity of the first Shrek movies uh, are lost to time. I mean the kind that I don't think they're a little bit lost to time, but not so much. I think the theme parks which we touched on um you know just a the few minutes parks. ago the are, are really the nude parks, parks. Yeah, the nude yeah. parks are um are, you know are, are keeping it alive but even then is he you know <laughs> may, shrek. maybe maybe he's got a point because you know the shrek attraction the shrek movie that was at universal mm. is now a kung fu panda right. um attraction um but shrek still has a presence in the park so we'll see i think shrek's going to endure as a character i just don't know if there's the the, the need and love for the, for the movies right um, I think they needed to maybe leave it a bit long. If they wanted to do maybe one last, mm. call it the final Shrek movie. Yeah. I'd be more on board with that idea. Yeah. To do it right. Get Mike Myers and... and, and Eddie uh, Murphy. Yeah. And just have them eat waffles right. the entire time. Sure. Waffles. Yeah. Oh, waffles. yeah. I don't know. And just <laughs> yeah. have it be like, this is the last... <laughs> that I might be on board. And take care yeah. of I wonder if Donkey will be around if they turned him into glue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, boots. Uh, uh, film of Jamie saying it's weird how the, the uh, popularity. Yes, I've just read that comment. Sorry, I might be having a stroke. Uh, Zephyra, uh, this is back to high school. Uh, Zephyra was saying, um, we're forced to watch Shrek in class. My teacher had it on DVD and didn't want to teach that day. LMAO. Um, love my ass off. Forced to, um, to watch it. Forced to watch it. Uh, yeah, a, a, a Dylan Flickinger saying uh, Shrek Trek, a new beginning. Yeah. Uh, Dick <laughs> Peter saying Shrek uses insensitive <laughs> ogre stereotypes. Um, and then I, I, I think Dick Peter's just trolling out Shrek and all female cast reboots. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to leave that one there. Uh, this week, everybody's been wondering, I say everybody, I mean nobody, uh, what the Disney streaming service was going to be called. Yes. Was it going to be like Disflix? Was it going to be something like that? Disney, Disney Prime? Streaming. Disney Everyone Streaming. I'm so worried about <laughs> yeah. this. The Disney streaming service is going to be called Disney Plus. Whoa! <laughs> That's... They, they, they broke the mold. Show's <laughs> over, baby. I, I, I mean, I, I mean, that's not the worst name. No. I do wonder how much money, how much money was yeah. how much just how many plus how many spent yes on that. Many count, plus, yeah. yeah, I want to know how many yes men were. Yeah. Oh, Disney Plus is awesome. Yeah, it's Disney amazing. Plus, it's better than a minus. 
<laughs> it's, like, it's like the old thing of like, hey, how do we make this this gadget seem techy? Stick an I in front of it. Great, great. I'm surprised you didn't do it with a Z on the end. Yeah. Uh, I mean, re- realistically, I mean, I know obviously the, the offering that Disney Plus, Disney Plus, <laughs> uh, Disney Plus is going to be offering is, you know, obviously all the classic Disney movies, which are, which are on other streaming platforms, Netflix and available on hard format as well. Um, they're going to be putting some new format on there. Re- realistically, I mean, we're, ne- we're Netflix subscribers, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and I also have like Hulu, and I have Amazon Prime through my Amazon stuff. I very rarely watch Hulu. If I'm if I'm honest, it's not exactly the best investment. Realistically, how how people like you and me, obviously, I think people with kids will be jumping on this. Sure. But realistically, would you would you subscribe to Disney Plus, and what would need to be there? It- for, for you to sign up. Well, I'm part of the Disney Movie Club. Right. So I'm wondering how they may roll that, mm. if they're even going to consider, whether they're going to get rid of the Disney Movie Club. Yeah. Be- when this comes out, I have no idea. Well, don't no, forget- more money. More don't, mo- don't forget the first rule of Disney Movie Club is you <laughs> don't money. talk about Disney Movie Club. Well, I'm talking about That's the about first it. rule. So you're I'm talking good. about it. And, and the <laughs> thing is, is that I want to know what movies they would be streaming um, you know, but the and part of the reason I joined Disney Movie Club was because they have some catalog titles that you can't get right anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like a favorite of mine called The Island at the Top of the World. Mm-hmm. It's not available anywhere. You can't if you go on Amazon, it's a bunch of money. But they have it there. So I'm wondering if they're gonna bring that stuff over and yeah. maybe roll membership in or maybe have the membership evolve yeah. so that it includes it. I don't know. But would I sign up for it? It depends on other programming. Yeah. You know, I'm not. Uh, they just announced Diego Luna yep. to be in a Star Wars Rogue One. I don't care about that. Mm. I, I, that I don't yeah. care about. Other Star Wars stuff, perhaps like The Mandalorian by by John Favreau, mm. that I would be. See, I'm, um, I'm wondering so, how that how they're gonna <clears throat> how they're gonna market this. Whether it's gonna be a pay once, everything is free, because obviously you know, they are they are gonna be doing some some staggered kind of genres of content. We know there's gonna be some more adult stuff. Uh, we know there's gonna be some stuff that is slightly darker, slightly heavier. So I don't know if this is the case, but would it make sense for them to effectively tier the membership? So that you have a basic, everybody can watch all the family stuff, everything mm-hmm. up to a certain extent. That's fantastic, an extra, and which includes their new movies, their new content, and their new TV shows. But right. you then add on, like you do with say cable packages, where it's like I also want access to the stuff that is R-rated, the or I want the stuff, the mature programming, the mature programming, the good stuff, but well, the good. Show me the good stuff. No, what no, have no, you no, got no, in your no, back? Give me your top here. Have you got anything under the counter? Give me any of this cold crap. Do you have anything with like a, you know, really saucy? Um, like Pretty Woman. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have another where many shows a bit of flesh? Um, I just, uh, I, I'm going to mean that kind of adult programming. Uh, yeah, fucking goofy. Simon Durant. Yeah. But, but I just, I mean, I just, would it make sense for them? To tear this costing so that families who then want to do, and they're, they're fundamentally going to watch Moana 9,000 times. Why are they then going to have to but, pay a higher subscription for things like, you know, the, the Boba Fett or Star Wars or, or New Mutants or. Well, the question is, though, are they going to include things like Stake Out, Pretty Woman, Down and Out in mm. Beverly Hills? These are all Touchstone or Hollywood Picture movies, Outrageous Fortune, yeah. that were rated R, mm-hmm. they still fall under the Disney banner. Yep. Um, are they going to be included? 
uh, in, in this. Well, I would, I so, would, I mean, I would think, to be honest with you, I think if they want to offer a service that is anything other than a babysitting platform, <laughs> yeah, I, I think they they should include this, and they should include films that aren't available on Blu-ray or DVD, and classics, and maybe you know some old TV shows that came out of the you know the the, the, the Hollywood Studios production right. wing as well, as well as Buena Vista. So then. My next question to mm. the panel and to the audience is, did yes. they stop releasing, like, Diamond Edition Blu-rays for... No. No, of course no. not. Never. Here's, here's, not what they, here's what they do, is yeah. they actually capitalize that. You get the vanilla format on the pl- streaming platform. Right. If In the you, steelbook. Yeah. In the, st- <laughs> In the steelbook. steelbook. That's the new one. But then yep. you get, you then you get all the extra, the, the goodies. Show me the goodies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you get all those. And actually, I think then, but you can tease them on the platform, use that as a, as a, as an advertorial asset. Then they're more likely to people who want the hard format stuff will go and buy the hard format. I still, and I was talking to Edgar Wright about this not a long time ago, and he he posted something on social media. He is like me. He very much still likes to have hard format of certain movies, and there are some movies you can't get on streaming. But I just like to, I like I like to sit down and nerd out, watch the movie, oh. and then spend an hour afterwards going through all the, the extended way. scenes, alternative endings, commentary, director's notes, storyboarding. I mean, because that's I'm just a fucking nerd. And that's fine. But I think there are a lot of people out there who actually find it quite interesting. And and your average Joe getting more interested in the business, the industry, the art side of filmmaking. I think people are getting more savvy. I, I don't disagree with you. So and do we just, uh, a company that I, I, I work for uh, just released a survey. And, 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 and a part of that survey mm. is about the physical content. And yes. believe it or not, it's not dying as much as other people within the industry would nope. have you believe people still buy physical content and though i have to say a lot of it is family mm-hmm. because minivans cars everything now has a dvd and or blu-ray player yeah yeah and it, as your point like it's a it's a babysitter it keeps the kids in the back seat mm-hmm. quiet yeah. to drive for yeah. long trips or whatever even going to the grocery store Families still buy physical content, and like us here, I still buy. I get about two to three Blu-rays like being sent to me a week. Mm. So I I even 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 for 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 screening discs, if I can't, if I'm not going to a screening, I still like to have. Old man Thompson likes to have a (laughs) Blu-ray or DVD. I agree. I fucking love it. You you just, I don't want to have. You know, I, I mean, ideally wouldn't have those, you know, the, the anti-piracy things right across the bloody oh, screen. I hate, them. I hate those. It really, it really, it really distracts from yes. the movie. It's so annoying. Um, I like mine where flames, it comes up. Flames coming out of my ears. Yeah, um, when, when your email address is in yeah. there. Oh, it drives me nuts. It's, I know. On the link. It's just like the entire time you're watching it, it's like, yeah. why is my name up there? Yeah. My name in lights. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I still like, and a lot of people do. They they, yeah. they still like art like format. You just can't beat it. A lot of people talking about this in the chat. Zeno saying, uh, uh, Disney Plus is a much better name than Disney Play. I absolutely agree. Disney Play, I think, is off-putting to, uh, I would find it off-putting as, a, as an adult. I think it makes it feel like it's more like a kid's platform. Kids. Um, so I think they've made the right choice to go with something different. Uh, maybe give Disney Movie Club members a discount for Disney+. Plus. If I was them talking about the hard format, if you're a subscriber, you can then buy it from Disney or from Amazon or whoever they do a deal with, and you get a discount on it. Because well, you're already a subscriber, so you've got 20% the movie. Off. I can attest to this, though. Yeah. To buy Disney movies on Amazon right now, it's it's. I don't know what the hell is going on between Disney and Amazon, but if you want to buy like Ant-Man and Wasp mm-hmm. or anything... 
it's there. It's not easy to do on Amazon. Yeah. I, in fact, those movies now, I, every month when I get the this is the movie of the month, I've been getting them from Disney because mm. it's. It, I don't know why there's a war between Disney and Amazon. So I can attest to that Pricing. being part of the Disney Movie yeah. Club, and I think they're trying to. They're going to monetize their own stuff their own way yeah. off of their platform. Sky Patterson saying, will David Larry's Peter Pan film adaptation will be de- debuting on Disney Plus as well as The Sword and the Stone, Lady and the Tramp. Looking forward to seeing those films if done right. Yeah, Z- um, Zayas B. Lou saying, my interest mm-hmm. is where they will place all the Fox and FX content on Hulu or Disney Plus or both. Uh, mm-hmm. Sky Diego Luna, this is a story that broke this week in a Star Wars Rogue One prequel, uh, WTF. Diego Luna, join a Christian Nolan film of the X-Men reboot at Marvel Studios. Yes, please. Uh, Jody Petrella saying, I would subscribe to Disney Plus, but they would have to fix the Little Mermaid scene mess up and restore the colouring of Cinderella dress they messed up in the Blu-ray transfers. I think they will basically want to put the best of Disney out there. Ultimately, this comes down to the price for me from Zeno Hour, and I think this is really, and we'll talk about this in just a second because I want to get your ideas on this. <coughs> I got Netflix, WWE Network, and Hulu. I pay yearly for Amazon and DC Universe. I take breaks in between, but that's still a lot. A lot of people are starting to take breaks with their subscription services. Yeah. So what do you think is a reasonable, let's go with the two-platform level. The, the, the two-level um, subscription program, so you have the general and the other one. What would you be willing to pay? I would be willing to pay $15 a month to have access to the entire thing. 10 for just the other one. $19.99. New. Under that, 20 bucks. That would, that would do... That would, that would... 20, 20 bucks would be too high for yeah, me that compared would, to the I others. No. Yeah. I mean, because, look, it's as we said, I, I have Netflix, which I don't use as often as I should. Amazon Prime I get mostly for the shipping, and I don't use the streaming service as often as I should. Mm. I I am a DirecTV customer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get all of the movie channels there. I do not subscribe, <clears throat> forgive me, to any other subscription service. Um, because to me, it's like all these people who say, hey, I cut the cord, but then they belong to 20 subscription services or yeah, whatever. It, it I'm like going, to the same thing. Yeah. What are you, how are you saving money yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. So... If Disney were to be $9.99, $10.99, $12.99, I would consider it, but I would have to, I, I, I would really weigh the content. What do I get on this? Yeah. And yeah, yeah I, I, the content would be important for me. Yeah, I would, I would pay, I would pay $9.99 for, <clears throat> for the standard, for the vanilla, and then I would pay $15, bucks, $14.99, $15 bucks right. for, for the whole kit and caboodle. It would be great to get the classic Disney movies, the Herbie, uh, you know, the Shaggy DA, uh, things like the original Freaky Friday, the Parent Trap stuff. Like, that. those movies would be great, Swiss Family Robinson. Mm. See, it's kind of hard, you know, talking about this because of the fact that we never have a breakdown of how much Netflix is really making off this. Yeah, true. You know, like, so you have no idea. Like, you know, everyone got up in arms. But Disney are not short of Benjamins. No, they're not. I actually just heard something today on on the radio here saying that, their income is more than any other studio, oh, and insane. and yeah. that's before everybody the wants Fox to be merger. Disney. Yeah, everybody wants to be it's, Disney. It's, it's, the theme yeah. parks are at an all time high in terms of revenue. Yeah, everything's skyrocketing it's, right now. It's insane, and I don't understand. Like they're the only company I know. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've been an annual pass holder to Disney since pretty much I moved here. And without fail, like death and taxes, you know that your annual annual pass is yep. going to go up in price. Oh, right? it always does. Yeah, but people will keep going, paying. But it. it's up to a price, and the ticket price alone. Yeah, I always like people always say, "When's when's the bubble going to break?" I'm going, "Hey, 
It's never going to break. No. 150 bucks a day yeah. to do two parts. I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, not, not, not only that, I mean, it's it's the <clears> fact <throat> that once you go to the one here, at least the one in Florida, yeah. like yeah. there's a lot to do. Right. Here, like once you go there once yeah. or twice. Well, I go a lot. I, I mean, I, unless, no, I mean, if you're a Disney <laughs> fan, I go a lot too. But just like for come with, families, come with me tomorrow. With fam- I'm going to Coronado, otherwise I would. Um, but I'm washing my hair, fa- <laughs> I knew, and, I was, and I wasn't invited. So, but family, but family spending all this money is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, we're talking but, about we're talking about this because but think about the movies too. Like when you said that, I mean, you, they are making obscene amounts of money yeah. hand over foot. They're they're the Marvel universe. I mean, you can say whatever you want to say about Lucas, but they're not losing money no. off of Lucas. But, but also, you and st- they're not losing money off Pixar. S- stick a, stick a mouse on it, and people <laughs> people people are gonna people are gonna pay. They're gonna pay <clears throat> over the odds for it. And also, I mean, a lot of the reason that people subscribe to Netflix certainly as a babysitting tool is because they've got sure. all the Disney stuff. So there are people that would just reappropriate the funding they have for Netflix, or re, re, sort of reanalyze their relationship as a consumer with Netflix and take it to where they're gonna get. What they got before, plus some new stuff. So, but I mean, you know, it's a it's a big it's a big content world. There are lots of options. We'll see what they're doing with this. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's it, it's as big as as big as the content world is. It is also a small world, after True. all. Yes. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Okay, moving on. We got a lot of stuff to do. Let's get some top lines on this. Thoughts on this? Sorry, I couldn't resist it. It's uh, a Mickey Mouse operation, Disney. Uh, oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Uh, that's the one Disney joke I've got. And whenever I say that, my wife was like, for fuck's sake, could you get a new Disney joke? No. Uh, okay, Blumhouse scaring up over $4 billion at the worldwide, yeah, at the worldwide box office. Uh, doing phenomenally well. Continue to do great guns. Halloween, perhaps one of their best... Best decisions yes. that they've done. No, yeah. I mean, we were wrong about the sequel being announced around Halloween. Uh, you know, I really thought that was going to happen. It suddenly hit me the other day, and I was like, don't! Um, <laughs> but it looks like that continues to do phenomenally well for them. Uh, so it's well over past the, the 200 mark now. Yeah, I mean, um, it's the highest-grossing slasher movie. Yeah, tremendous. Of all time, but that's a great that's a great landmark for them. Obviously, difficult week for for, for Jason. There was some controversy um, over him giving a, a, a speech um, at a film event in LA this week. Interesting to see how that continues to unfold. Mm-hmm. Two sides of the story there, um, but yeah. So I mean, it's it's great for. I mean, we were talking about people looking at Disney and wanting to replicate Disney and get it. You know, trying to be in their position. Four billion dollars for a production company like Blumhouse with they they have a few fails. But when they have a hit, it's a hit. It's a hit. It's a hit. And it's, it's diversified. Hit. I mean, yeah. Black Klansman just came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah. Blu-ray and mm-hmm. 4K and Great whatnot. Movie. And, you know, they're involved with that. And so it's not just horror, not just horror. that's bringing in the do-re-mi for them. That's how a company, a smart company, like, should operate. Mm. Let's You know, we know that horror is our wheelhouse, but we're, we're going to... We're going to put our hands in different boxes. And I love that wheelhouse. I love the wheelhouse. Thoughts on on Blumhouse hitting four billion? Yay. I mean, Jason Blum knows what he's doing. Yeah, he does. Jason Blum and and company. I mean, I I think that, look, they don't always, it's like you said, that they're not all hits. But again. Well, they've got a couple of TV TV properties now. They've got one that's second season of The Purge. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which I was surprised about, but they got A couple of other top lines. Paddington 3 is in development, but Paul King probably won't return to direct it. This, this is, is kind coming. of sad. It is kind of sad. I mean, I, you know, full disclosure, I know Paul. Paul's a friend of mine. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I really think they should make a third Paddington Me movie. Too. The Paddington movies are great. Um, I think as long as Paul is involved in some way, and they bring back a lot of the writing team, the likes of John Croker and people like that, um, I think uh, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do very well. I think if Simon Farnaby um, is, is kept as part of that family and perhaps is handed the mantle, um, Simon's a very accomplished um, comedy uh, writer, comedy performer, is, and I think he's moving in that, that direction. Is there a reason why he's not coming back? Because I think for Paddington 3, I think... Workload. Is it worth? Well, I mean, he's Paul. We know Paul is attached to Willy Wonka. Although yeah, David right. was David was saying this week, David Heyman was saying that he doesn't know what's going to happen with Wonka. We know it's now going to be a, a prequel, but they don't know kind of when that's going to start because obviously Paul is also talking to Disney about Pinocchio. Right. Um, you know, so there are going to be a number of a number of projects that Paul's working on. So it's not an entire surprise that Paddington Three might take a back seat, but it's Paul's baby. You know, sure. and before Paddington, Paul had directed. I think it was. He'd done fantastic work in TV, but had done one movie, which which didn't do much box office, even domestic in the UK. It was a tiny art house movie. Right. Um, but he's really... Uh, Paul has done exceptionally well over the last few years, and I've yet to meet anybody that he and I have in common in the industry who has nothing but wonderful things to say about right. Paul. Paul is so well-loved and well-respected in the industry, and I could not be happier to see him flourish in the right. way that he is genuinely because um, he absolutely deserves it he's a great guy to work with he's a lovely person and he's producing great content you know? yeah no and the reason why i ask is because the last paddington movie got well extremely short changed over here it did unfortunately because over here, the wine yeah. scene stuff <clears throat> yes. though yeah well exactly it also came exactly. out just after the holidays and it really should have come out I around know, the holidays but, but. I, I get it but it was way more the Weinstein yeah, stuff going down. Stuff. It never got, I mean, it got sold. It never you know got I've, I've spoken to a lot of people outside of the industry and they had no idea that it was previously a Weinstein product. I, well, I, that's fine. Yeah. It, it, and it's not a question of knowing Weinstein or not, but the movie got caught in this thing where it wasn't going to be properly there wasn't going to be monies allocated to marketing it properly, mm -hmm. right? You couldn't get good release dates because the movie sort of kind of fell in this limbo, right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether you know Weinstein, whoever, whoever ended up releasing it, because they just Warner picked Brothers. it up. Warner Brothers, yeah. right? They just picked it up. And Paul has and a great relationship with Warner Brothers because that's obviously the people <clears throat> who are behind uh, Wonka. So I, so I ask, like, because if he comes back and you do a third, right, yeah. and you know you're doing a third... Uh, it's going to be with Warner Brothers, I'm assuming. I would assume, right? certainly over here. So let's, for the sake of conversation, it's going with Warner Brothers. This time, without all of that drama happening and what's going on, mm. they can allocate their TLC to the third movie yeah. and and make it something. That's why I asked. Let's touch on a couple of other things very quickly. We have, we'll do this for two minutes before we head to talking about the week's big releases in the box office. And then, unfortunately, it's the end of the show. Uh, yeah. If you like the show, by the way, you can like us on iTunes. You can you like you can find us on Spotify. Uh, tell everybody that you like. Retweet the links to the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, Kingsman 3 is going to be 100% exe-free, which is good for those people who are exe-intolerant. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. uh, that's according to Taron Egerton. <laughs> Looks like the story is not going to be going to be set before the first two Kingsman movies. Also, after Kingsman 2, as much as I love Eggsy, I didn't like 
I, I didn't oh. love Kingsman 2. No. It was, it was, I enjoyed it. It, it lacked for me. Um, so no real surprise there. Thoughts on that? Ellen John was the saving grace of that movie. Yeah, don't hear that I, often. I, I didn't, again, I didn't hate Kingsman 2, but I don't know how you, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it's he was the heart and soul of the movie. Yeah. I mean, as, as like, because he does two. that Robin Hood box office is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be stealing the, the from golden the rule for me right now is if I see someone's created a mural just off Melrose for a movie, they know it's fucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whenever, whenever I drive past someone going, "Oh, you're putting a mural up on Melrose." Oh God, I'm so sorry for your box office. Yeah. yeah. So, but but you know, the last Kingsman movie didn't do as well as the first one. But to take him out of the equation, I know. Yeah. that means you're going to have to re-strategize marketing. And but re- they set up and the whole like, movie for these for, other characters. I know, for Channing Tatum. And I'm like going, yeah. to me, not a good idea. I'm sorry. Uh, talking of ideas, which I'm not sure are good ones, I think it's a good one. Explorers <laughs> TV series based on the 80s Joe Dante movie uh, in the works with Carrie Fukunaga and David Lowry. I love that movie. Didn't get enough love in the 80s. Agreed. Love, love that movie. I'm on Always overshadowed people. by Goonies. I never saw it. Great. You should check never it out. Saw it. It's really yeah, good. It's, it's, it's a, a great, lot great of fun. It really is a, a wicked young Ethan. Oh, like, so but it's, it's a fun so movie. Okay. And, and it can still live with, with, with like Goonies being out there. Here's another one to try out. Similar vein. Batteries not included. Oh, love oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's which is one of the Disney releases yeah. yep. which should be on the yep. streaming yep. Battery's not included I love that I own a physical Blu-ray copy of that uh, yeah. okay let's talk about the week's big releases and the box office previews last night for three releases uh, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch uh, previews of 2.2 million last night not too bad not not amazing uh, Girl in the Spider's Web 653,000 and Overlord 900,000 Saul Overlord this week I was very very impressed with that Bohemian Rhapsody just touch on that last week that was the big opener Mm-hmm. Uh, I said 50. I yeah. said 45, 50, 51 million. I know. Yep. Tasty. Yes. There you go. Very tasty. And uh, you might have should, seen my I name on the adverts. I think it's going to stay on top. I think it's going to stay on top this week. I yeah. Yeah, I think because the, Dr. Zeus is looking, uh, the Grinch is looking at 55, 65, which, yeah. is, which is fine, which is good. Uh, Girl, in the, uh, Girl in the Spider's Web, uh, 10 to 15, which is low. Um, and Overlord, 8 to 13. I think Overlord's going to go higher than that. I think he's going to track about 15. Um, I think that's going to go... Overlord will get the... Uh, is getting some IMAX uh, yeah. Yeah. love. I saw it on IMAX this week, and I have yeah. to say, pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a great it. it's a great monster movie. Yeah. I love it. It's really good. Not part of the Cloverfield universe. That. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so Bohemian Rhapsody, 51 million. Um, I think that's going to be good. Word of mouth is very strong. I know <laughs> critics didn't like it. Personally, I, I loved it. It's one it of my too. favorite movies now, of the year. It's on the adverts. I have seen it. Yeah. Uh, we had our conversation, and I was able to ask you a great question but now i have seen it and and i did go back and start reading the reviews mm. and i'm like no that's not the movie no they want no, no. Scott, but, and scott like, derrickson made this point i mentioned it on the show briefly last week scott derrickson the, the director sure, of movies sure. like dr strange um he and i were, were chatting online and he made a statement last week about the fact that uh you know a lot of people review the movie that they they wanted it to be um complained about it wasn't that movie rather than actually looking at the movie itself. Now, it's flawed. There are things that aren't quite right, but it still remains one of my favorite, most entertaining movies of the year. We did a really in-depth 
thorough a breakdown of it, an anatomy of a movie. Yeah, which is also on the pop- we, popcorn, it, popcorn Talk Network. We all really enjoyed the movie, right? And we talked about this mm. issue, and I brought up how we talked about it to Meet the Movie Press, and I'm like going, look, if I wanted to see a man wither and die in a hospital, I would have yeah. rewatched Philadelphia. That's not the movie. Like, it's, not, it's not an AIDS movie. movie. Was, 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 no. It's not an AIDS movie. It's a movie about a band, about its yeah. music, and, and yes, about yeah. its lead front man. And I think how they encapsulated it all was just really well done. Yes. It rocked me. Well, yeah, I mean, it was. It could have fallen into so many camps of being an ex, it's like an AIDS movie or a or a gay movie. It's about his gayness, <clears throat> but it, it captured his flamboyance. It captured sure. his sexuality. It captured his illness. It captured the band. It captured some of the iconic moments the band created and, and the walk up. Well, obviously, there's some you know elements of you know Hollywood play in there. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I mean, I think it's you can't you. you you just can't win sometimes. Now, in any intelligent, any intelligent audience that goes in, drugs are there. Yes, gay is there. Everything is there. there. Like it's, it's just there. not. It's like you know, I, it's not a deep dive. Right. It's just I, not a deep dive. Pretty, it's okay. I pretty much guarantee that a lot of the people who are criticizing it for for not being these things, if you presented it as the AIDS story, yeah, <laughs> yeah, then then there would be enough people going, like, why, "Why have we got another it, movie about it, like AIDS or like gayness or?" It, why have we got that? And I'm like, oh, and part yeah. of my review too, what I I said, well, why can't you just turn the tragedy into something positive? Yeah, right. because that's at the end of the movie, right. like the whole AIDS Foundation that was under his name. Uh, I was like, you don't need to, you don't, we don't need to suffer through the tragedy. We understand right. what happened to mm-hmm. him. They didn't shy away from it. But it wasn't about that. No, but it and people wanted it to be about that. But it also, it also wasn't it. hidden with like you know him, him exchanging glances with men going into toilets and know. you know in in a gay club and men kissing. I'm like, it's not as if his sexuality wasn't front and right. center. No. But you know what? Queen was a rock band for yes. decades, selling yeah. out arenas around the world before we knew about his his you know penchant for men and before he got a terminal disease. Yeah. You know, it's 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 about that all. That's a tiny any part of the story. Uh, I know. You it's, know? It's I don't It's I, like doing the green mile and then saying I wanted yeah. more about their last meal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not or, enough walking. Or it's like, you know, it's like, oh, that's not the, the Luke Skywalker would never do yeah. that. Why did he have a lunch? <laughs> um, okay, so how did droids pee? Uh, so okay, very briefly we only have a couple of minutes cuz I want to talk about Fantastic Beasts as well very quickly. That is coming out next week. Uh, you've seen The Grinch. I missed yes. it thanks to traffic in LA, which is ironic cuz that's part of their advertising campaign. Uh, what did you think? <laughs> Really enjoyable. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I think it. I mean it's it's really nice. It it has the same heart and soul of the original mm-hmm. the TV movie, not yep. the Jim Carrey one. Right. Um captures it a lot more heart in this one and it really humanizes the Grinch. I, yeah. I really I feel like you really get an understanding for the character. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for it's it's like you. I'm I, I was slowly saying The billboards yeah, are amazing, that's yeah. why. Yeah. It's those billboards yeah. every yeah. time I see one. Girl in the spider's web. I did see it. I did not see it. I did see that. What do you think? I, I actually, as being a fan of that Millennium uh, series, mm. uh, I hadn't read that book, but uh, it doesn't have the preciseness of David Fincher's direction. Yeah. However, Claire Foy, does a, I think she does a really great job. A lot of praise for her. That's what, yeah, where she the makes positivity the character, is focusing. Uh, her own, and it's a really solid adult thriller. Mm. Um, listen, we, we got to see that opus, The Snowman. 
This is no snowman. Like this is a, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Um. I, I just don't think it doesn't have the nuanced mystery that Steve Larson brought to the table with that trilogy, right? Yeah. Um. There is a. It's a little bit James Bondian in in a plot, and from a plot perspective because it deals with like nuclear missiles and mm. launch code stuff, which it takes it above the realm of what the original Millennium series is. Uh, we got some new characters that I actually sort of liked. Yeah. Um, and you can tell, like, they. this is not a list. Like, I didn't recognize, outside of Claire Foy, there are very few people I recognized in this movie. Yeah. So that's one way they slash the budget. I don't know what the budget is on it. I hope people go. The audience I saw it with last night seemed to really enjoy it Good. and get into it. It's it's a good movie. It's a uh, good adult thriller. A movie that's coming out this week that I saw the audience getting into tremendously was Overlord. Um, a, a lot of it's J.J. Abrams' executive produced. A lot of people were like, is it part of Cloverfield? It's not part of Cloverfield. It's a great, it's like Inglorious Bastards meets Reanimator. No, it is. It's uh, it's great. It's a good monster movie. Uh, there's some really supremely orchestrated uh, uh, violence in there, which goes back to some of the best action movies you've seen. Beautifully choreographed stuff. Some really nice one shots. It's shot really, really well. Yeah. It's 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 kind of dumb, but do you know what? It delivers what it promises in basket loads, and I actually really enjoyed it. But again, that is a movie you should no, see on the big I, screen. I, it's weird. This is the weird week where. I'm focused more on Oscar movies now because yeah. I have to like, I vote that. in two groups at the end yeah. of the month. But so. it's worth, seriously, it's worth it's worth checking out. I mean, but do see this movie in movie theaters. Yeah. If you're thinking about seeing something else, this is one of those few movies this week that really has to be seen yeah. in a movie theater. Like Bohemian Rhapsody, you oh, need you that. Have to see you that. need yeah. that experience. I well, saw it I, in IMAX yeah. and and it was fantastic. Yeah. I'm hoping to see Overlord uh, in IMAX. I do have a question though about Overlord because the trailers uh, reminded me. Like it seems like it's just a a f- more fleshed out story. If, yeah. you're, if you're familiar with the movie Heavy Metal, yes, I am. All yeah. right, okay. In there, there is uh, there's a there's a piece pretty similar about how this World War what is it World War One World mm-hmm. War Two plane yeah. like is in crash the and it crashes yeah. And the crew is overtaken by like zombies. Do you, uh, do you remember that part in Heavy Metal, the movie? Yeah, yeah. It reminds, and that's what Overlord. It sort of kind of reminds it, me. It's of not. Like, it's not a million miles away from that. Yeah. It's, it's great fun. I recommend I, I, it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, uh, Romina Jones on the comment about humanizing the Grinch. Is the Grinch human? Uh, Romina, no, the Grinch is not real. No. <laughs> So I mean, Wait, what? Uh, it's not. It's, it's just. I don't know. No, no. Grinch is not human, and no. it's not a thing. Um, Sky Patterson, great job. Uh, to, oh no, that's a compliment. I'm not going to read that one out. Uh, Zeno uh, uh, needs to be corrected. The Freddie Mercury was bisexual. He was bisexual. Uh, we have to get the terms right. Uh, we can't confuse him. Absolutely, he was bisexual. Well, he was married. His his wife though even said she goes. He goes. I'm bisexual. She goes. You're gay. I mean, she said that to yeah. him, and she. So I don't know, but it's a good. But you can be bisexual and prefer one more than the other. You can be sure. like an 80 percent peen kind of guy, or you know, like a sixty forty boobies. Yeah, it's kind of like there's no right there's hand, no left defi- hand. There's, there's no definition of what bisexual is. It's like, it's on a spectrum of liking both sexes. So it's like. That, by the way, was not a medical explanation. Uh, we're going to have to end the show in a moment, but uh, some great comments this week. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Dr. Um, Howard, Dr. Fine. So, uh, uh, Zeno Hour, heavy metal. Uh, yes, 
with exclamation marks. A lot of love for that movie. Uh, Sky Patterson saying, can't wait to see Overlord. So damned excited. Uh, let's, before we finish, uh, coming out next week is Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, it's a movie that reviews came out this week. A lot of people are not uh, falling in love with it. I actually thought it was an improvement on the first Fantastic Beasts. Um, some people saying it's darker. I thought it was lighter. Um, I thought the characters were better drawn. I was very underwhelmed and quite frustrated by Johnny Depp being revealed as Grindelwald at the end of the first movie. Um, I was nervous about him in this one. I think it's one of his best performances. Um, I, I think he's really named it his own, however you feel about Johnny Depp. If you don't like Johnny Depp, don't go and see the movie because he's a huge part of it. If you're indifferent or you're just a big Harry Potter fan and can get past that, then go and see the movie. Um, there's, nobody's obliged to go and see any of these films any week, um, <laughs> but he's a big part of it. You can't deny that. Um, and it's really nice this week, uh, both getting some love from uh, from J.K. Rowling. Yes, this yes. week, which uh, is a huge honor. You yeah, said, it was. Yeah, you yeah. both said yeah. Right? Yeah. Huge, very huge honor. It's really good. Yeah. Um, the movie's really good. Yeah. I, I agree with you, Simon. It, it builds upon the original movie. There's a lot of development here. You know, the first movie suffered from being an origin story and setting up all these characters and the world and everything. But this one jumps right into it. It starts off right away. Mm -hmm. the, the opening sequence is great. Every one of the characters ends in a different space than they did in the first one. Yep. And the ending of this movie is phenomenal. And I, I will stand by this. Johnny Depp in this in this movie is perfection. I, I think he is just so terrific as this character because he's better than Voldemort because it's a character that you get behind mm. and you can understand why he's saying what he's saying. Yeah. And that's scary as hell. That's yeah, good writing. I, I, absolutely. Too, great, I great, can't wait. Great writing, great performances, great additional cast members. Yeah, a lot of people who were in the first one get to do that. And also you talk about the first one being an Origins movie. A big problem with this kind of movie in a series of three is the fact that it doesn't feel Five. like it has an ending. A five. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it has an ending. A lot of these movies in the series, they right. feel like they're going, oh, okay. It's kind right. of like, you know, blue balls of movies. And it just doesn't, it doesn't end, but it doesn't continue. Isn't that a character? Movie? This, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, it's Blumhouse. Uh, but this doesn't leave you with that sensation you you leave you wanting more but it doesn't leave you frustrated that, that that's it folks um talking of which that is it that folks. Is thank you so much uh, guys if you want to introduce yourself and plug your other shows that'll be great uh, again dimitri panos uh please support me on twitter at dmovies1701 you can also watch me uh, along with my other co-host phil svitek marissa serafini on anatomy of a movie uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the other Scott M. I do uh, L A O F C S weekly, which is at 11 a.m. on Fridays, and then Black Tomatoes on Sundays at 5 p.m. Thank you. Fantastic. Uh, my name is Simon Thompson at Showbiz Simon. You can find this show on Twitter at Meet Movie Press. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Showbiz Simon. And don't forget, if you like the show, like, subscribe, tell your friends. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Spread the word about Spotify. We'd really appreciate that. We're one of the few movie podcasts that are. So we're very happy to be part of that family. Uh, don't forget happy. to check out all the other shows on the Popcorn Talk Network. Follow at Popcorn Talk on Twitter. Don't forget to check out Anatomy of the Movie. And we will be back next week when we will talk more about Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald for a Can't full wait. review. Have a great weekend. If you're going to check out a movie this weekend, see Overlord. We will see you next week. Thank you so much. And thank you, America, for voting. Everybody appreciates it, whichever side of the aisle you are on. Thank you. Bye. Have a good week. Bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.